Yo, is this thing on? What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Alt Spread Podcast, episode 57. We are at the conference championships, final four of the NFL, however you want to say it. Uh, coming off some of the craziest games I've ever seen, all four games ended on the final play of the game with a score coming. Um, I know there's like technical, literal assholes that'd be like, well, every game ends on the last play of the game. No fucking shit. Every game ended on the last play of the game with a score being the deciding factor. We're going to break down last week's games, including two of the best games I've ever seen uh, watching professional football, not just playoffs, but just watching at all. Uh, break down this week's games, uh, give out who we think is going to cover, win, props, may have some futures involved. I have some futures tickets next to me uh, from last February. And then uh, a couple teasers, a couple small long shot parlays, props, touchdown scores, over-unders. You know the drill. Um, shit. I mean, without further ado, let's just jump back into these two huge games. You got this upcoming weekend to determine who's going to be in Super Bowl 50-something. Let's go. All right, fuckers, the intro didn't have as much energy, so let's get fucking rolling. <laughs> Last weekend, divisional round, I believe that's what it's called. Uh, definitely is that that is what it's called. It divisional is. round last weekend was insane. We watched the Bengals-Titans together at a bar in fucking CB. Shout out Barley's, gave us a free Miller Lite on accident. Pretty cheap beer <laughs> and good food anyway. Shouts to you. Uh, cool place if you're ever in downtown council bluffs after placing some bets but um it, that game was so nerve-wracking there was a table of titans fans like actively and loudly cheering on the titans and then our As table <clears throat> for the Bengals. <laughs> it was a nail biter ryan Tannehill looked like absolute dog shit i felt like they didn't run the ball enough and like the Bengals secondary were able to well Derrick Henry wasn't uh, – he definitely wasn't 100%. Uh, I don't know because they were saying he could have played two or three weeks ago. I feel like they just didn't want to put the load on him right away, but they probably should have. I mean, most – like what most notably what I think of was they were in the shotgun and ran the RPO. Not even an RPO, just like the read option. Tannehill kept it and was tackled. And then I'm pretty sure they weren't even like, I think they were still on shotgun on the fourth down and they just knew like they have to be going Henry and the Bengals just like fucking shot through the line and stopped them. That was huge. And then Tannehill, the three interceptions, including the late one, uh, putting the Bengals in the field goal range. Um, I've noticed more so in the playoffs. I didn't really notice this in the regular season. But playoffs, the Bengals are not very good in the red zone. They had four field goals against the Raiders. And if they were playing a decent team, they would have lost that game. Uh, and they get close and they can't score. Yeah, they, they move that. it like crazy between the 20s. What, they had another four <laughs> field goals? Yeah, he's so McPherson's eight for eight in the playoffs. And that's kind of unsustainable. 
especially against a team like the Chiefs. It's not going to be sustainable, I should say. Uh, the Bills showed pretty much what you have to do to almost beat the Chiefs. You can't kick field goals to try to beat you, them and score touchdowns. Don't beat the don't beat the Chiefs with field goals. Yeah, so that's something I picked up on, which kind of like obviously for multiple reasons, I want the Chiefs to win. But as like a fan, I want to see Joe Burrow in in the Super Bowl. And just like looking at the upcoming game, they're gonna need to uh convert their red this, area rips into six, seven points, not three. This yeah, this is uh an interesting one. <clears throat> um not to quite get into it yet, but I don't even want to fucking bet the game this week because I, my heart wants Cincinnati so bad. Yeah, your heart, like my heart as well, but our futures want the Chiefs. I know. I got, I got Chiefs money. futures here. Right? And then uh, Saturday night, quite boring. We were heading home. I saw A.J. Dillon scored. Thank God I hit him on the touchdown promo, so that was cool. That's about all I hit for touchdown scores. Um, at least most definitely on Saturday. And then uh, I thought just Packers were going to roll. I did have the Niners covering, but the Packers winning. Uh, that is the one that is the one straight up money line pick I have missed in the playoffs so far. Nine and one. I'm also nine and one against the spread. So I'm hot as fuck right now with singles. I ended up flipping uh, on all, but I don't know what all I ended up flipping on, but uh, I went 4-0 against the spread and straight up because I flipped to the hey, Niners you ended up, there. ended up flipping to the Niners money line, but, I mean, the Packers scored very quickly. I thought it was going to get kind of out of hand, and then they just got shut down completely. Um, the special teams are what kills the Packers, and ultimately that's what led them to lose, giving up that punt touchdown. And then uh, I don't know if you saw on that last field goal attempt, they had 10 men on the field. I noticed I, I saw that after. I didn't see it as it was happening, obviously. But and then fucking Jimmy G and Robbie Gold dapping up and Jimmy G going, uh, you're a fucking legend. Or no, Robbie Gold going, You're a fucking legend. And Jimmy G going, Fuck yeah, fuck the Packers. <laughs> I'm like, hell yes. And now all the speculation about Aaron Rodgers, he's leaving. I'm sorry, Packers. He fans. is gone. Um, how about so this uh, you uh, you've probably seen this. The Niners took Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers, and ever that seems like a terrible pick on paper, but they are four and zero against them in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, and I mentioned it last week. It was like Rodgers can't get over the hump for San Fran, and everyone always says like, get to the playoffs, home field advantage, get to the playoffs, home field advantage. It doesn't work quite often. Both both one seeds ended up losing on Saturday. And I feel like they – I don't know if this has been spoken about publicly. I feel like they had the one-seeds play on Saturday because that would give them the extra day of rest, assuming that both one-seeds would have won. Yeah, that I mean, that makes sense. When you think of it that way. I don't know if it's planned that way. <clears throat> but, I mean, both three-point games, uh, we were both on the Bengals – to cover i had them to win and then ultimately you took them to win and then uh i was on san fran to cover green bay to win you had san fran winning outright so that was sweet didn't know i mean relatively boring saturday night game jump into sunday rams just laid on the bucks 
I was watching in the living room. It's 27 to 3. Hey, our friend Jake. Did not think anything of it. <laughs> Came up, started doing laundry, putting clothes away, and I had the game on upstairs, but wasn't exactly paying attention. The fumble before the half on Cam Akers, I was frustrated, so that's partially why I moved. I'm like, just throw the fucking ball, or if you're going to run it, get your ass in there. What are we doing fumbling on the one? And then it's just like slowly, slowly, you know, like Rams keep punting, but the Bucks keep punting. Rams, and then Cooper Cup fumbles. I'm like, what? He doesn't fucking fumble. And then Rams force a turnover on a strip sack. Very next play. Matthew Stafford's giving out a call to a wide receiver. Center snaps it. Fumble it right back. I, I was texting someone. We are like, oh, it's over. The Bucks are going to win. What are the Rams doing? And then yep. it's 27-20. I'm like, okay, just go take some time off, get a field goal, can't make his fumbles. 27-27. I turned the game off upstairs, said this is nothing but bad juju. I need to go back to where I was sitting when the Rams were winning. As I get down there, I see the pass to Cooper Cup, the first pass, the first, first down. I'm like, oh, sick. Maybe we'll get there. And then I see him take the fucking bomb, and I'm screaming. And then they clock it, kick the field goal. Good for the Rams. Crazy-ass game. That under was all but hit. And then just our, um, everything they could to lose to the Bucks and didn't lose. Our friend Jake caused all of this. So yeah. shout out, Jake. Oh, yeah. It's like, happy Stafford's going to win, but wouldn't that be crazy if the Bucks come back? What do you know? <laughs> I'm like, no! 13. I don't think they're going to come back. I was just saying it'd be crazy. 27-20. And then we're like, dude, stop talking. Oh, he's like, all right, I'm done until the game's over. 27-27. I'm like, stop. And then they get the lucky field goal. I'm like, all right, you live to see another day. And then I thought he was going to call the Bucks bills game then. So I didn't know anything could get better than that first game, then Bucks or Bills-Chiefs. Holy fucking hell. I even said the game was underwhelming in the first half. Yeah. Over was on pace to hit. But they didn't score the second quarter touchdowns till like later in the second quarter. So it was like 14 to seven with like two minutes left in the first half. I'm like, damn, this is a little bit underwhelming. And then boom, big touchdown to Gabe Davis, tied. Then we're going back and forth. There was what, I think it was 28 points after the two minute warning in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know exactly what it was. But it was a shit ton. They were 177 yards. Mahomes had 177 yards after the two-minute warning or something. So um, let me just pull up the the box. How many yards did Jimmy G throw for in their game? Did Jimmy G? Yeah. Did he throw for over 177? No. So Mahomes threw for more after the two-minute warning than Jimmy G threw in the entire game. Yes. Okay. So it was 26-21. Gabe Davis scores, makes it 29-26. I thought they left too much time. Very obviously they did. Tyreek Hill scores a touchdown with a minute and two left. 33-29 Chiefs. Didn't think that would be enough time for the uh, Bills. Gabe Davis, fourth touchdown. 36-33. And then just terrible. 13 seconds. Better offense, Travis Kelsey calling out the routes himself, tie it up, 
And then honestly, it was whoever won the coin toss. They were just going to go down the field. Happened. And yep. score happened to be Travis Kelsey. Needed that because I had him to score. I also had yeah. him to score and Chiefs money line and a parlay together. I hit on that too. I had him uh, to score with the money line as well. With that game changing the way it did in the last 13 seconds, I went from like losing like 17 units <laughs> to losing two. It was fucking sick. I um, greatest game I've ever watched. I want to mention my little parlay heartbreaker I had. Yeah. So I did. um, I did a little little long shot parlay uh, on Barstool Sportsbook. It was plus forty three twenty two, I believe, off the top of my head. I had Bengals minus one and a half. Uh, Niners money line, Rams money line, and uh, Chiefs minus six and a half. And when I placed it, I thought to myself, Cincinnati's going to fuck this and they're going to win by one and I'm going to lose by half a point. And I was right in some aspect when I am three for three in the parlay and the Chiefs go to OT and win by six points. And I had six and a half. (laughs) That one hurt. Uh, quite a bit, but going in, I knew going into overtime, I knew it was pretty much busted because it would take a really long shot to hit that. And with the two teams, they're not kicking a field goal and doing a pick six. And then even if he does intercept it, he's going to lay down because they just. Yeah, I mean, if it's like right, like say like the Chiefs kick a field goal and then it's touchback right at the 20. I mean, yeah just adrenaline you might and you like pick it off in stride at the 15 yeah like four or five long steps you're in the end zone yeah just run it in i mean there was there was very 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 slim hope but but that would have been amazing i even i made it and i was like i don't even think i'm gonna place this because i don't think three underdogs are gonna win and sam's like place it fuck it and so i did it (laughs) hey it's the least i could do it would have been insane. I was pulling for you. And I thought it was incredibly sharp. Basically, you're just taking the – like you – I like the Rams myself, and I like the Bengals. And then, I I mean, I thought the Niners play was the obvious – I thought the Niners was going to be the one that would lose because I like the Chiefs. I thought the Bills were far too public. And, uh, I mean, they should have won and covered, ended up not. What are you going to do about it? But um, I very sharp play – so you were able close. to hedge with Bills plus eight and a half and over yes. eight and a half total? I hedged, so I made money, but I did not make I, – I wanted to hit the plus 4,300. Oh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. It was only four – it was $4.30 to win, like, almost 200. But it's not the money. It was the hitting the 40 – I mean, the, the, money's, the money's nice, yeah, too. The money would have been cool. cool. Because if you think about it, like two hundred is not like that much. It's I know two hundred bucks, but it off four dollars and that you called like all that. Yeah, it's not the kind of money that I'm screaming for, but I would. What well, would have been pretty excited? <laughs> I mean, I scream for any bet. True. Fuck that! I'm screaming for everything. True. But um, yeah, I just hope this weekend we'll be able to back up what last weekend did for us as football fans. Like I said, I went three and one straight up, four and zero against the spread. I'm now nine and one on both, which 
why can't I do this all the time? That would be <laughs> nice. I just feel like I'm seeing the board real well right now. Um, I thought some people got too cute with some uh, underdogs in the first week. And then I mean, and all my, the underdogs won. My only miss was me getting cute saying I was going to back my favorite team against the spread. And that hurts. But I mean, but like the underdog, like the Eagles, I thought that was just too cute. Um, I love the Niners on the Cowboys. I love the Bengals at minus five and a half, and they won by like six. Like there was just, there was just, uh, I love the Bills on the Patriots. And that happened. Like, I just feel like too many people thought too many points as dogs. And then that didn't come into fruition until three of the four dogs won on uh, in a divisional round. Went out so, right. five, so five favorites won in the wild card round, to which I was on all of the favorites, except for the Niners was the – the Niners was a dog. And then it was a dog divisional round. So are we going to go back to a favorite in the conference championship round? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, previewing this, Sunday, first game, Cincinnati up to seven and a half at the Chiefs. Over under 54 and a half. Since there's only two games, we're going to give out our over under predictions as well. Just a little bit more to talk about. Yep. I'll let you go first because I got to go grab my <clears throat> Um, I definitely – that hook on the seven, the six, seven and a half uh, changes it quite a bit, but not enough for – I still think uh, Kansas City, I think they're going to wallop them if I'm talking real. I really want Cincinnati to win, but I have a future on Kansas City as well. So I'm going with Kansas City to win by quite a bit. And then I've also got over 54 and a half just because I think – I think Kansas City – the seven and a half is going to seem too small after the game. It's they're going to win by like 14 or something or 17 or maybe even 20. And then we're going to be like, fuck, that was easy. Or like, wow, I can't believe I took Cincinnati there. <clears throat> but with all these fucking points being scored and Cincinnati's offense is still incredible. I think the over there, I really like it as well. I don't care what the number is. <laughs> Now, see, I initially lean Chiefs as well, but I might be a fucking fool uh, of the hook here. I'll say that since he covers the seven and a half, that is a lot of points for a team that's already beat the Chiefs. Granted, they were given a shit ton of tries. The refs probably threw that game away, and uh, Chase had to have an all-time day for that to happen to where, I mean, Hill and Kelsey didn't even do much against the Bengals first time around. No way that happens here. It's uh, it's Patty Mahomes in the playoffs. It's Icy Joe Burr, one of my favorite guys ever, which I hate that he's on a AFC North team because he's going to fucking haunt my dreams for the next <laughs> years, but uh, probably until I'm almost fucking 40 years old. But I think ultimately Kansas City gets it done. They have too much. They've been here before. And uh, Patty Mahomes ain't losing twice to Joe Burr this year. And I'm with you on the over. For a score prediction, I'd say 34-28, Kansas City. And uh, okay. I'd hit the over with ease and uh, cover the seven and a half for the Bengals and have KC winning. Uh, to be transparent, I have 
a ticket on the Chiefs at plus 525 placed last year to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's part of my reasoning because I want that future to hit. And uh, But it's also I just think the Chiefs are the better team and they're going to pull it out. All right. I, um, I'm trying to think of a score prediction. DDP. I don't want to get – what? DDP. DDP, baby. No DC tonight? I alternate now. Ah. I don't want to um, run out of DC too quickly. If I got to give out a score you know, prediction – well, I just, want, I just want to do it for fun here. Uh, I would say, like, Kansas City 35-24 or, like, 23 or something if Cincinnati goes for two and to try to come back or something late in the game. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, and then uh, I also have the over, like I mentioned before, which would hit with the score I just gave. I got to do that math in my head and make sure. <laughs> what, 58, 59? Moving yeah. to then the later game, Rams and Niners. Niners plus three and a half. They've won six straight against the Rams. I believe Kyle Shanahan is seven and three straight up against Sean McVay. The over-under is 46. Uh, the Niners came back when the Rams collapsed week 18. They also smoked them the first time they played. Yep. They collapsed week I, 18. If Niners I remember betting. Uh, What's that? I remember betting the first game. And I then on, I was on the Rams as well. And then I you texted me in like the first quarter and you were like, I forgot Shanahan versus McVay. And I was like, fuck. Oh, they fucking <laughs> smoked them. They yep. smoked them. And then uh, that week 18 game was when we snagged Niners plus 19 and a half live. And it was 17 0. And then they come back and win 27 24. Crazy fucking game. Oh, excuse me. Everything points to ride the hot hand. Uh, A lot of people say it's hard to beat a team three times, but I've been seeing and hearing stats more so that, like, the, the team just more often just wins again. Uh, I've also seen stats within like the last, like I believe it was like the last 20 years. There might've been all time for teams to have played in the regular season. And then in the uh, conference championship, now it'd have to be like the last 20 years or so. Uh, The team that won in the regular seasons, like eight and two. And one of the losses was the saints not getting that pass interference call to the Rams a couple years ago. Yep. So they're basically saying that Cincy and San Fran are going to win based on statistical trends, but take that as you will. Uh, It's Rams minus three and a half. I don't quite like the line, but I think this is where their defense and Sean McVay steps up and they get this one done. Um, I've got same pick here. I'll do this and then we can do the over-unders. Um, same picks here. I think McVeigh is going to show up here for the playoffs. They've lost twice. They've done the research. I think they're going to come better prepared this time, and they're easily going to cover the three and a half. I actually think this is going to be a like a, a uh, an epiphany moment where they where they they're up like fourteen or twenty, and they're like, "Oh, Rams figured it out." Yeah, this is like if they can just piece together. Honestly, they smoked the Bucks both times they played. 
that game was much closer this past weekend because of four fumbles. I don't think the Rams are going to fumble four times. I who also thinks, think what? Who smoked the Bucks? The Rams. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, sorry, you lost well, me for smoked, a second. They smoked them regular season. Besides, like fucking eighteen tries to Tom Brady in the second half, they yeah. were smoked last week. I feel like they're getting hot at the right time. They also smoked the Cardinals uh, in that wild card round. Yep. I feel like they're just piecing it together at the right time. And Jimmy G, I would much rather back the Rams and Matt Stafford and lose than back Jimmy G and just, like, hope that he can keep it close. Yeah. He's not playing well. He's not that good. I mean – 46, though, I like the under. I – so, initially, I liked the under. Um, because two great defenses going up against each other. You got Jimmy G trying to fucking find his receivers, and they're buried in Rams. But like I said, I think this is going to be a like an epiphany moment for the Rams, so I could see them putting up like 28 to 35. So I'm, I'm going to go with the over here. I'm going to say under. First game was 31-10, so that would have hit the under. Second game was 27-24, but that needed a huge comeback and overtime to cover 46 by five. I'm going to say under Rams win 24-14. Okay, interesting. And uh, to be even more transparent, I also have a Rams at plus 1,300 to win the Super Bowl. These were the two teams I picked to win the Super Bowl uh, last February. And they're now in the conference championship as favorites. Um, I hope they can get it done. Even more so because I also parlayed this. I parlayed the Rams to win the NFC and the Chiefs to win the AFC. Plus 2,420. <laughs> and if you parlay those two teams together right now at the money lines that they're giving out, it's around plus 100. It Shit. might not be that good of odds. So uh, what I'm saying is, as I pull this up so I can have for sure numbers. What I'm saying is it's minus 106. So what I am saying to you listeners, whoever's out there, this two-team parlay that I placed what eleven months ago at plus twenty four thousand or twenty four twenty odds is now down to minus one oh six live. Good picks. Good hedge. But I've already I will be Are you gonna? again. I'll be <clears throat> for the third time. If the Chiefs beat the Bengals, I will throw a considerable five unit play on um, the 49ers to cover three and a half. Leaves me in a scenario to where I would win about five units if uh, San Fran just wins outright. I would win quite a few units if uh, the Rams win and cover three and a half. And you can hit both. And then I can win even more units if the Rams win by three or less. There we go, smart plays which I very much appreciate that the Niners game is second 
because I feel better about the Chiefs winning than the Rams. Obviously, as it's, the line would back me up as well. But that's just what I got going. So for that, I'm not going to bet these single lines. I'm just going to give them out of what I would take. And you take that as you may. But, I mean, I'm on the Chiefs and the Rams to win. Props. I have like 10 written down. I also have – oh, my God. I had my own epiphany or style of an epiphany last night and realized that I have money in my FanDuel account. I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> so we're throwing out some fucking heaters. And I'll say those first real quick, and then let's just go – let me get these out the way, and then we can discuss the rest. Uh, I realized – this sounds stupid. I have $9.50. So I'm throwing $3 on three different parlays. <laughs> One being a same game parlay of the Chiefs Bengals game. Jamar Chase, 70 plus yards. Tyreek Hill, 70 plus yards. Jamar Chase, touchdown. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, touchdown. Chiefs, money line. That is plus 13 15. So we're going to throw three on that. We're going to okay. throw three on this. Rams money line, Diva <clears throat> Daniel touchdown, Van Jefferson touchdown, Van Jefferson 25 plus yards, Cooper Cup 70 plus yards, plus okay. 60. And then we're just going to fucking throw three on all of those legs together. Fuck plus, yeah. Plus 26,235. <laughs> Fuck three yeah. Pays out 741. Fuck yeah. Fuck can singles. Get, we go can boy get, can you boy get sharp and hit 10 fucking <laughs> Hopefully you got to show up on that fucking Bleacher Report betting account. Yeah. <laughs> it's been done before. Uh, but then you're yeah, going to get unit shamed like a motherfucker. Yeah, I had $9 left in that account from like well over a year ago. Eh. What am I going to do? I forgot it was there, so I might as well just throw that yeah. away. Dead money right now, baby. Exactly. It won't mean much to me, but... It'll mean a shit ton when it hits. Exactly. But that kind of gives away, like, my prop. Um, leans this week, I should say. I'm going to do probably less. Um, definitely doing less touchdown scores than last week. I'm, I'm a little bit cold. The divisional round or what was it, Wild Card Weekend, I did very, very well touchdown scores. I mean, I whiffed on Saturday, but drilled them all Sunday, drilled them, <laughs> excuse me, again on Monday. And then last week was just cold. I hit McCall Hardman, Travis Kelsey, and A.J. Dillon, and I think I placed like 12. You don't end up losing as much money when you go like 3-9 and nine on touchdown scores because they're all like plus odds, but – if you're rooting for a team and then still you got a wrong team, the wrong guy scores, then you're still frustrated. It's just a hard yep. way to watch a game. It's extremely hard, especially like, especially when you do first touchdown scores and the guy gets a target and drops it or he's overthrown or something, and then they just fucking punch it in or something with oh the wrong God. guy. When you have a receiver and they just like fucking do a play action and he's wide open and they can't get it off on time and they're so instead they just then like give it to like the fucking fullback i know that is so frustrating it's so frustrating that's why i kind of refrain from first touchdown scores because then like if he scores the second touchdown i'm furious yeah but it's a 
sometimes it's a fun little thing to throw on just like to start the game, you know. I'll definitely be doing first touchdown scores in the Super Bowl. Oh, well, duh. I've got to bet everything for the Super Bowl. Definitely. I mean, doing the coin year, toss. last year, I know y'all have been here for a year with us. We were sharp as fuck on last year's Super Bowl. Yep. We're, I was. Ooh, sharp. Even down to the fucking uh, national anthem. We both yeah, had national tails. anthem. I'm pretty sure we both had tails for uh, uh, the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it. I know whatever it was. I hit whatever so. it was. We had. <laughs> and I generally say tails never fails. I'll have to look back and see what we had last year. I think I might go. I don't know. I got to do a little research on this, we'll and then we got to we got to do the national anthem. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll have touchdown scores anytime. You know, you know the drill. But for this week. Uh, what do you got for props on that Cincy Kansas City game? Um, I just got some touchdown scores. Um, I'm just gonna go with <clears throat> uh, McKinnon plus 135, riding him yet again. Um, actually, I think this is only two weeks in a row I've had him, not three. I thought it was three, and then I got Jamar Chase, who uh, might be the third week in the row. I'm not sure in a row, but he's minus 107. He's got a fucking score. Especially if they're going to stay in the game. He's got to score. That's also my thought process. I've also bet Chase the first two games of the playoffs, and he hasn't. And if he scores and I don't bet it, I mean, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, fuck the peace signs. Ain't that what J. Cole says? Yep. I don't think – I don't, Can are you allowed to say that? Are we going to get sued? I don't think we're going to get – I don't think <laughs> Cole's in here listening. Uh, but basically, I'd rather ride Chase for another touchdown than try to get nitpicky and then have him score. Uh, he's plus 100 on DraftKings, but minus 107 on Barstool. I look just in case. Uh, I have Clyde edwards Lair. I have the other running back. Plus 145 to plus 150 range. I think he's going to get carries inside the uh, in the red zone, opposed to Jarek McKinnon. And he looked healthy. It's a little bowling ball in the red zone. I think he can get in. Uh, I also wrote down, I really like Joe Mixon under 57 and a half rush yards. I don't like it as much. I saw it at 60 and a half two days ago, down to 57 and a half. He hasn't hit that the last two games for sure. The Chiefs have not allowed that in the first two games. Uh, the Chiefs to the starting running backs in the playoffs has given up like 27 yards a game. I feel like the Bengals are going to have to throw. I actually really like Mixon's over receptions, but it was minus 180, so I'm not wasting my time with that. Um, I like Tyreek Hill over 24 and a half uh, longest reception. Oh, I like that too. 25 yard reception. Yeah, that's that. Right. Yeah, that's a good pick. And then I didn't see a line for it, but I I like McKinnon's over on receptions. Uh, they're going to him. He's averaging like six, seven, eight targets a game so far in the playoffs. Uh, I think they're going to utilize that. I feel like they're this gives them more time to rest Daryl Williams, and he's not going to have to end up playing while they have uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and McKinnon rolling. And uh, <clears throat> I, like, I like his receptions. He's like five and a half. He's McKinnon's becoming such a big part of their game plan. I, mean, I don't he's know. Just like polar opposite to Clyde. Like yeah, Clyde, I like it. A fine pass catcher, but he's not very—he's not very fast. He's not very elusive. He's more of like a kind of—he's smaller, a little more stout. He'll punch you in the mouth. McKinnon, like McKinnon, has shown he'll fucking punch you in the mouth, but he's more slim. 
and he's much quicker. Yep. And then I wrote down um, a little teaser, Kansas City Chiefs minus one and a half and in that game over 48 and a half, that's minus 115. A Tyree Kill touchdown in Chiefs money line is plus 135 together. And then this fun little one here, plus 2,500. Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, CJ Uzoma, touchdown scores, plus 2,500. <laughs> okay. <All> <laughs> um, I'm going to, I do have a, um, <clears throat> a parlay for that game as well. I'm going to mention I got uh, McKinnon and Chiefs, or McKinnon touchdown and Chiefs money line is plus 195. So that's a little fun thing. I'm kind of taking a page out of Sam's book here with the money line and touchdown score. And then I'm going to parlay them both at the end. And I'll give you the odds there too. And then uh, what do we got for San Fran LA? Uh, I have three for this one. Okay. Another one I'm taking a page out of your book. I got Ayuk plus 220. And then I have OBJ at plus 155. He seems like the best value there. Um, Don't really... I mean, Cup is only, I think I saw minus 137. That is actually incredible value. For and then, yeah. yeah, and then uh, what a long shot. I like to do one of these every week. Uh, Juwan Jennings. <clears throat> I was going to suggest. I have... Sa- Sam mentioned him last week, which kind of put his little, um, put him in my mind. So I was watching last week, and the guy just gets fucking targets. Like he's. He's there. I don't know actually how many he got, but I remember seeing like two. <laughs> Jimmy G looks for him on third down in red zone. In that week 18 game, he had 94 yards and two touchdowns against the Rams. Um, I was on his over in yards last week. It didn't end well, but I'm taking it again this week. Thought, uh, thought process on that is, look, Ramsey is going to have to shut down someone. The way they use Debo, it's not going to be him. So I would probably assume that Ramsey is going to cover Ayuk. And if not, he'll probably, honestly, Ramsey should just follow Debo. That's just a personal thought. Uh, I do like Darius Williams as a second corner. I think he can stay with Ayuk, which is going to lead either Elijah Mitchell, uh, George Kittle, Juwan Jennings. Someone else is going to have to beat them. I don't think it's going to be Elijah Mitchell because that front seven for the Rams is playing out of this world. And George Kittle was pretty non-existent last time they played. Juwan Jennings wasn't. I feel like if the Rams or the Niners are going to have it's a, a better chance, they need to throw the ball a little bit. I shouldn't even say a little. A lot better than they did last week. The Rams aren't scoring 10 points is what I'm saying. So they need to do a little bit more. So I'm going with Jennings. Based upon, I just think he can get enough targets for the value at 25 and a half uh, yards. I have <clears> Debo <throat> touchdown score, minus 104. The dude just keeps scoring. He's going to be the most talented uh, athlete on the field. So ride that at almost even odds. And you went with OBJ. I'm going with Van Jefferson. Uh, I feel same kind of thing. They're going to try to double and take Cup out of it. The front seven solid, so... And fuck Akers, he fumbled twice last week. I needed a touchdown. I don't really like Sony Michelle in the matchup. I think Fred Warner might be able to take away Tyler Higby. And it's just sometimes Higby just has these easy drops that just put me off as a better. Enter Van Jefferson. I feel like him and OBJ are going to see a lot more one-on-one coverage. Um, 
and to which Van Jefferson is a very solid wide receiver three, and he's got good speed. I feel like he could get over the top and score a quick touchdown. He also gets attempts rushing, so that kind of adds to it. A bit uh, on top of a touchdown, I like his over 31 and a half and over 17 and a half longest reception. So kind of like an all-in Van Jefferson, kind of a little bit weird. Uh, probably shouldn't do Van Jefferson and Rams money line at plus 430, but I also like those odds. I feel like if Van Jefferson scores, the Rams are in a good place to win the game. Yeah, solid. I'll probably solid change right that to Cooper Cup or OBJ just based upon the fact that I feel like one of them can score and I don't <clears> want to <throat> place like a single on Van and parlay it and then have OBJ score. Yeah. Kind of like the thought process of having Akers and Michelle. Yep. That makes sense. Um, what? Oh, yeah, sorry. I spaced off there. I was thinking, <clears throat> so I'm looking at uh, Jawan Jennings' yards. He did have two targets, one reception for six yards. So he's due. <laughs> and I didn't really need to. The offense was just dog. If you think about it, Jimmy G had 130 yards. That's fucking dog shit. All right. <clears throat> so parlay, if you parlay OBJ, touchdown with Rams money line it's plus 285 quite a bit better there and then if you do all four of those Rams and Chiefs money line with OBJ and McKinnon scoring it's plus 1036 that's pretty good odds there you just got to pick two touchdowns two money lines and honestly when you parlay um, touchdown scores with stuff like this you can take the heavy odded like like Derrick Henry last week closed at, I saw it as high as minus 250. I think it closed around minus 180. Ooh, just throw that in a parlay with something. Yeah. <clears throat> if you are very confident in it hitting, throw it in a bet that you like. So Chiefs, Rams, money lines. And then if you, if you just go with like the most basic touchdown score, so we'll say Tyree Kill, and then in this instance, Cooper Cup. For the Rams, even that is plus 535. If you think the Chiefs and Rams are going to win and you want to back their best players to come up and score a touchdown, you get 535. So there we go. That's kind of the beauty of parlaying a money line with a touchdown score. It's slowly turning into my favorite bet, even though uh, sometimes it really just bites you right in the ass. But uh, last week, I did that with Derrick Henry. I had a touchdown score for him. I had Chase over yards. I had Tannehill under yards. Um, I had something else, and then Bengals plus three and a half at like plus 750 or something, and that smacked, so that was cool. So why can't we do stuff like that this week, you know? Yeah. I think we'll be able to. By that, I mean, I think it's been – it's been right around an hour-ish, kind of speed on two games and so. Uh, I got a long shot parlay I'd like to mention, too. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, well, it's not really quite – where the fuck – oh, okay, so I got two. I got – wait, what the fuck's going on here? Okay, so my – my um, this one's plus 868. It's three legs. I got – 
Bengals Chiefs over 53 and a half, get one point back there. Chiefs minus 12 and a half, and Rams minus five and a half, because I'm not doing six and a half ever again. <laughs> that one's plus 868. And then if you add to that exact, or no, I changed a couple things. I got uh, Chiefs Bengals over 53 and a half, Chiefs minus 12 and a half, and then Rams minus nine and a half. And in that game, over 40 and a half points. That's plus 1700 exactly. So not only is that a lot of money, that appeases my OCD because it's an even 1700. I'd prefer 1800 or 2000. But... I'd much prefer 1800 in that scenario, but hitting that at an <laughs> even number, that's all you can ask for. <laughs> that's all you can. That's why I feel like now that you just mentioned that, I have a slight boner that this is plus 2500, four touchdowns. <laughs> Slightly erect. Sorry, <laughs> use four touchdown scores at plus twenty five hundred even. Smack me right in the face with that. Wow, <laughs> I might have to place that now. Fuck, yeah. I might for sure have to place. You got to put an even five dollars or or yeah, even amount of money on it. <laughs> might have to be a little more than a sprinkle. Now, if that hits, except for like. Tyree kill. I'm gonna be so fucking. Uh, I'm gonna be so fucking. And like you saw, like what I said to you last week, I don't like taking like multiples on teams. Like I try to refrain from that. But when it comes down to it, like if you're gonna take the Chiefs, sometimes you want like I took Hardman and Kelsey last week. Those both hit. But like. Some people try to get too cute and be like Byron, Byron Pringle hit last week. But like, if you're like, oh yeah, this is my for sure touchdown score. It's like plus 400. I don't want to bet the juice. And like Byron Pringle gets one target and Tyreek Hill has two touchdowns. You're just going to feel like a fucking idiot. So sometimes you want to chase the odds. Other times it's fine to lay the juice. I feel like chasing odds is more of a regular season thing especially if you have like a feeling about a guy or you like the matchup or some guys are yeah. out, the odds don't change. But when it comes down to the playoffs, Mahomes the, is looking at Tyree Kill and Travis. In Kelsey. the playoffs, they're going with their best guy because they're trying to win the game. Right. And uh, more often than not, I mean, some – there were a lot of big scoring games, but a lot of them are lower scoring, and there's only one, two, three, four touchdowns in a game. Are you really going to predict all four of them? Like – Obviously, you know, it's hard to hit touchdown scores and make money on it, but it's one of my favorite bets. My props have been decently. Really makes it it makes it more fun to watch the game, too, because you start watching different players. It really does. I'm pointing it like Allie's sitting on the couch. I'm like, all right, I need this guy at the top of the screen to score this touchdown. <laughs> She's like, how do you even fuck, how do you even fucking see him up there? I'm like, don't worry about it. I just need <laughs> to score. Or like if it's if I this is gonna sound Actually, people don't understand. If I bet a white guy to score, I'm just like, I need the white guy right there to score. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I just need this white guy right here. <laughs> I.e. Travis Kelsey, Cooper Cup. <laughs> Adam Thielen. Big fucking tight end, number 87. Yeah, huge-ass tight ends. Yep. Well, that went a little more swimmingly than expected. We got a lot out there for only having two games. I want to throw out, we are, uh, we do tweet every pick 
until we like get to football Sundays and I have fucking 30 bets, it's just quite hard to tweet out 30 bets. A lot of them are like stupid little like long shots to make sure my betting account is at like an even amount. So like <laughs> it's very hard. I take it into account with record and like units and stuff, but I'm not going to tweet out like a 10 Laker that I put fucking a dollar on. Like I will be pretty transparent with record. Trans- I'm being transparent for the fourth time this episode with record and uh, like units and shit. Uh, but more so we tweet like the even, the like even singles. I'll even sometimes add on the tweet. Like if you want to see our parlays, tune in to the episode that we just dropped. Cause this is where we give out the parlays. I don't really feel like we exactly have to. Cause like parlays we give out on here is something we have looked at and discussed singles. We say we could flip check the Twitter. So that's just kind of my thing with that. And we are yeah. giving our update and shit. But I did want to add there's a big Big 12 SEC challenge Saturday for basketball. I feel like I'm going to be betting heavily. So look out for those picks as well. Been firing away on college basketball. Gave Bob my picks last week. They went one and four on Saturday. It was just a bad day overall. Uh, He was trying to get back into it as we approached March slowly. And uh, just so happened he hit me on my bad day of the week. Went one and four. I think you ended up going like, two and three actually because you didn't add a bet that i took that lost and you had a different bet that hit it hit by half a point oh good for you oh yeah <laughs> i lose my uh, crazy thing is it it was eight and a half to seven and a half and i took the seven and a half and they won by eight so if i had taken the eight and a half initially it wouldn't have hit and i'd be in a completely different situation and then our buddy goes damn i'm sorry i gave you that line it didn't it didn't hit and you're like what are you talking about yeah <laughs> He's like, oh, yep. shit. So, yeah, Bob is trying to get back into college basketball yep. before we go to March. Um, I got three futures on, on March already, and I already don't like one. I have Purdue, Bama, and Auburn. I got Auburn at a real good number. Uh, They're now up to, like, plus 1,000, and I got them at plus 4,000. So I like that. But I feel like we're going to be ready come March. Uh, last year, we didn't really bet and follow until, like, conference championships, so that kind of uh, hindered our progress on March and then ended up being a very, very, very bad time. And, like, okay. I was new to betting college basketball when that came around, so, like, I was throwing, like, fair amounts of money on, like, a very juiced-up parlay, not understanding what that really meant. And I didn't do enough due diligence on like mid majors that could make games out of uh, with these big guys. I will say I did have Oral Roberts covering the first two games, and they did. They won them outright. But I ended up flipping. I had Baylor in the final, and I flipped, and I put Ohio State beating Baylor and being in the final four. Oh. And Baylor goes on and just fucking coasts through the tournament. And Ohio State was the two in their region. And that right when Ohio State lost, I knew my bracket was fucked. So I was like, whatever. But, you know, well, I mean, at least I have uh, Roberts covering. <laughs> what can you say? But I feel like I'm going to know a lot more, which might end up absolutely fucking me come March. But what are you going to do? I mean, I'll put in my time. I'll do my research. I'm watching mid-majors and betting mid-majors. 
which sometimes it's frustrating because you're like, I just really need them to hit this fucking free throw. And they're at a mid-major school, so can I really trust them to hit this fuck this fucking seven-two guy to hit his first free throw of the day? Like sometimes it's frustrating, but it's worth it. I digress. <laughs> I say these days now. Yeah, that's what the business boys say. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening to our rants and taking all of our picks this weekend as we make you money and continue to make you money. Stay tuned. Look out for our Twitter. Uh, we're going to tweet out all the singles. If you listen, you get our parlays. Look out for basketball picks as well. And then we'll be back not next week, but the week after with the Super Bowl episode because it obviously it's not next week. Um, so we'll do episode 58, not next week, but the week after Super Bowl preview. If the uh, MLB lockout ever fucking ends, we'll probably do a MLB preview episode as well. And then uh, we'll be inching clo- a little bit closer to March Madness and everything going down. Episodes will slow down. But we'll do off season yep. stuff. And then we'll- we got to get our baseball shit in, though. That's my uh, <clears throat> that's my specialty. Yeah, we can start <laughs> throwing around some baseball episodes uh, in a couple weeks here. Yeah, starting the week after the Super Bowl, and then hopefully the lockout ends. Give if out it ever few- starts, it's starting to look like it's going to be a late uh, MLB season. Which they said they're fine missing games, which is just so stupid. But Rob Manfred's an idiot. But we'll get a couple baseball episodes out, as we should. We had it out last year. Uh, We both did well with, like, win totals last year. Uh, One thing with betting futures on baseball, don't fucking do it, Uh, um, especially for awards, because all your guys get hurt. So I learned that the hard way. Almost everyone I bet had a decent chance and then ended up getting hurt. Most notably, I had Acuna, and he was the front runner for quite some time. Tears his ACL. Had Glasnow, started hot, got hurt. Had Flaherty, started hot, got hurt. Yep. I mean, wouldn't have mattered if DeGrom didn't get hurt, but just a bunch of stuff. And uh, so don't bet fucking futures on awards. I'll give out some picks that I have because I've already been browsing, but <laughs> not going to be placing them. But I will be looking like a genius when I do. We have a guest appearance. (laughs) We do. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with episode 58 and Super Bowl special. Peace out, hoes. Peace.